Good everyone, welcome back to Caddy Batch NZ for episode three of our podcast series. Uh, and this one is I've got some golf clubs. What now? I'm here with the Ratahi. Uh, say hello, D. Hey, bro. What's up, man? Um, a little bit of a weird one this time around, guys. Bro, D is in level three, uh, and I am in level two. So what happened there was I went away on the weekend, left on Friday, announcement happened on Saturday night. I was meant to be back in Auckland on Sunday, decided not to. Can't blame me. So I'm currently recording this podcast from the beautiful city of Little Waihi, uh, just over the hill of Maketu. Uh, and the bro is still in Auckland. What are you doing in Auckland, bro? What can you do? Uh, still got heaps of mahi to do, bro. Level three, <laughs> members only on the course, singles, obviously. So yep. it's almost mahi as usual, bro. But yeah, early finish, smash up another podcast and back into level three again tomorrow. Must be yeah. enjoying level two down there, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. Took the kids to the beach, went to the mall, went into a beaches. <laughs> You know, all that freedom that level two allows you to do. <laughs> I know. And, and you get to homeschool as well. Good work, bro. Good yeah, man. Work. Yeah, yeah. Home- and, and tying in the homeschool. Uh, uh, good work. Um, so just because we are doing this remotely, a few things may happen. There may be a few delays. So please bear with us. Our audio won't be quite as the same as the last episode. Um, but I managed to sneak out and grab me a $28 microphone from Kmart, and hopefully that sounds decent enough. So yeah, so this this week's topic, bro, is I've got some golf clubs. What now? But we're gonna we're gonna pull it back a little bit further than that, uh, just in case those players that that have their golf clubs but they're borrowed. What are their options to buy? What do you, what would That's you? That's a good point. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you what yeah. I recommend. Good point too, bro, because um, ultimately it's like, I think I'm into the game. Yep. What do I do? Do I over-invest, over-commit? Um, and I think the biggest thing is, bro, is that there's a lot of options out there. And I, I think um, think smart shop smart. Yep. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of good retailers around the country now. Um, and on the back of that, everything's becoming a little bit more competitive in terms of prices. Um, I want to interrupt you there, there, bro. Um, there are a lot of great retailers out there, but I also, I just want to slip in there. Um, if you can, support your pro shop, your local pro shop, okay? Support your 100%, local pro shop. 100%. And I, I think um, as you progress through, I guess, the golfing journey, you you, you potentially become a club member. And yep. um, if there's one thing that a lot of the clubs, whether you're a member or not, um, are going to offer and provide is, um, you know, um, some good options and yep. um, and uh, some good service around maybe where you go to uh, first up. Um, no clubs, but all the boys are heading out. There's, there's a lot of good package options. I mean, you can even reach out through different platforms. Yeah, man, totally. Um, online, yeah, so those, so, so those, those, those package sets. Um, we've had a few of our who are oh, they're now members. They were they were beginners to start with, but they've they invested in a a brand new set, but it was a package set. So you got yeah. your bag, you got your driver, all the way down to wedge into other, um, and that was just a cheaper option for a new set of clubs. It's not top end, but it's a good starting point. Oh, hard, bro. You know, like, I mean, there's, there's probably, the, the game's going to be played with so many inconsistencies, you, you know, a whole lot of excitement. Um, yeah. 
so to have something that is one cost effective but also sliced hooked um, yeah. chunk thin yeah. receptive too is probably just as good you, you know um, great place to start and then you said you you were talking about um, communities like Facebook groups and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I think um, about now, like ourselves, you, you know, there's always an option to reach out to the bros on Caddy Batch. Definitely, you know, offer some assistance or, or, or definitely um, some options when you know new to golf want to shop. Yep. Um, there's other platforms. Obviously, you trade me. There's a growing community through Kiwi Golf Club which is massive. And I think, you know, it's not hard to let the fingers do the walking on the socials and ask around. There's a lot of like-minded, new-to-golf social golfers that are more than happy to help out. There's also another Facebook page out there. I think it's called um, Used Golf Clubs NZ. So that that page is strictly for um, the buying and selling of of golf clubs. Mainly used. There's a couple of new things on there, unwanted tournament prizes, but yeah, if you're looking for a set or, you know, just some clubs, you can also head there as well. Yeah, you've got, got to shop smart to begin. I mean, it's all about just getting out there as much as you can without um, overcommitting, overspending, because once you've got your clubs, you've got to find a place to play. Yeah, um, yeah. And in Auckland, it can be um, pretty challenging at the best of times to find uh, a tea slot somewhere. That, that and, and when you're first starting out, you, you don't want to be investing up to $3,000 on a set of clubs that have been fitted to you. Because yeah. ultimately when you're starting out, your swing is going to change very quickly. Uh, and that's whether you start playing more or you get lessons. So don't go down that rabbit hole of spending $3,000, getting fitted with a swing that you, you or the guy fitting you has well knows nothing about. All right. So that's, that's why we're telling you to shop smart, Keeping cheerful is good when you first start out because that can go on to someone else who's in your position that you are in now. You know, just put them up on Trade Me, put them up on the Used Golf Clubs NZ. That'll find a new golfer. You'll, you know, eventually end up into a better set. Plus, you never know how long you're going to last in the game. Uh, I know know plenty of people who have gone, yeah, I'm going to take up golf. You know, two months go by, three months go by, and then they just stop. They're like, Nah, hate it. Didn't have time for it. Blah, blah, blah. So cheap and cheerful was good. You can get to that $3,000 set of clubs eventually. They'll always be there. Yeah, hard, bro. It's about giving yourself the opportunity to enjoy the game more and ultimately um, play into upgrading you, you yep. know, your club. That's, that's, the best, that's the best thing about the game is that the product's always evolving. It's always getting better. And as, as we improve or look to improve, there's nothing better than spending on an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, it's a good way to reward yourself too. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just move that money around without people knowing it. Though. <laughs> I don't that's know what you're talking about, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah. All right. So we've got it. We've, we've got our clubs. What are our options? Where do we go from here, bro? Where do we, where do we start? Well, if we've, if we've got a good group, you, you know, uh, that we're playing with, and even if we haven't, um, there's a lot of public courses. There's a lot of courses that don't have, um, that haven't exhausted their memberships. But your public courses, are, I would recommend highly because there's um, 
the, the courses are a little bit more accessible. Yeah. Offer uh, some nine hole options. We don't need to dive straight into 18 holes. There's nine yeah. hole options. Um, summertime, there's, you, you know, you ask the three twilights. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, we've, we've just talked about being, I guess, managing the, the expense side of it. You know, the public courses are affordable. Oh, no, bro. Um, I think it's a good it's, place it's to It's not a cheap from. game, so I think we, keep that in mind no. too. Golf is not a cheap game. Yeah, I think we're, I mean, we're, we're byproducts of Chamberlain Park, you know, yeah. Uh, one yeah, of the totally. busiest public courses in the country, but can always get on there, you know, it's always get on there. You know, bookings aren't essential. Um, rock up, meet up, and play up generally at Chamberlain. Yeah, totally. And and there's there's a couple of things that um, if you listen to our last two, um, we mentioned driving ranges and Chamberlain Park. You can you can head to the driving range all you want and and practice all you want there, but you do need to transfer that practice to a golf course. Yeah, and no, I think um, I think in the beginning, eh. Like this, you, you you are kind of one-dimensional. You're at the driving range, you're smashing 100 balls for the sake of it, and you're pretty much taking that exactly to the golf course. Yeah. Um, and I think that's maybe the all part of the learnings and the fun side of it. Um, but there's some really good journeys that you can go and 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 again, I mean we've we're, we're living product of Chamberlain Park and how many good people there are and how many. How many of those good people have helped line our games up? Um, yeah, so, well, I, I think it. I think it would be interesting to to get a feel for how most people actually did it. Like, how did they? Mm. How did they pick up the game? How did they? You know, transfer that practice into play. Was it going from driving range warrior to um, on course player? Was it just? You know, walk to your ball, smash, walk to your ball, smash, or was there a process? Um, and I think if there's anyone out there who's just starting out listening to this podcast, is the best thing you can do early on is have a process. All right. So that 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 goes from even at the driving range, have a process that goes from putting the ball down or picking it out into the onto the mat, wherever, um, lining up your shot. Uh, going through your stance, checking your your grip, and then once you're happy, pull the trigger. And doing that all the time at the driving range. When you're practicing, that is probably the best thing you could do in terms of practice and transferring that practice to a golf course because that would become automatic when you eventually get to the course. Because I've seen uh, seen quite a few players, range warrior just bash, 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 bash. And all they do when they get to the golf course and it frustrates them is mm. they do exactly the same. They go tee shot, bash, walk up to their ball, go, oh, yep, this club, whatever it may be, bash. There's no process. And I think that's what a lot of people make the mistake of doing. So if you are just starting out, just, just keep that in mind. It might, it might extend everything, like your driving range session, by another half an hour, but you will, you'll thank me, I hope. Yeah, no, I agree, bro, because it's, um, it, it, it's taking maybe the right kind of habits or new habits to the course. And, and that's yeah, certainly something that you see a lot and, and we're, we're probably guilty of it. I, I'm, I'm certainly guilty of it because you, 
you tend to get caught up in too much yeah that you're sitting there going oh man what could i be or what should i be doing so you know to be able to sit there and like Pete is saying you know have a process and and just trying to repeat that and then well, i mean an, another good tip too is, is even though you don't want to rush it on the range um, you don't want to rush it on the course but you don't want to take too long yeah um, because just like rushing it taking too much time can probably be just as harmful i guess but uh, yeah no good tip bro good tip all right um what's next uh what are your what are your thoughts about um maybe potentially them joining facebook groups and then asking people to well just putting up going hey guys big, i'm gonna play here anyone can um i'm a big fan of you know reaching out you know especially online there's, there's a lot of positive um you know i i guess bringing um communities together groups i mean certainly re- reaching out to us yep. um you know asking for advice you know certainly getting some support or or some direction i mean we've been on similar journeys and it's just there's so many people like us and our immediate and our extended groups um so you know we're, we're always open to offer support and advice yeah um and then you know kiwi golf club definitely got to give them a plug and props because they're all about bringing like-minded golfers together, communities together. And I guess when you've got a, a wider support network that you can almost turn up with at different events yeah. through different regions around the country. I, I think yeah. that, um, I think this is just making for a really positive and community-driven spin on the whole yeah. game. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with being a club member, but, um, you, you know, uh, the relationships and the friendships that, uh, have been formed and bring yep. so many cool people together. Um, no, definitely, bro. And yeah. I, I want to bring up one of their events as well because I think it was Clark Beat and a friend of the show, Mr. Daniel Rutley, was playing in a group of, I think the other two players were about a maybe a six, seven handicap. And then there was a guy there who hadn't been playing for long he and I think in most golfers' eyes, he would have had a mare that day. All right, he was topping shots off the tee. He himself wasn't having a great golf day, but it's players like that who can understand where the golfers start. Um, okay. We've all been there, you know. We've all we've all started we've all started the game, and we've all top shots, and we've we've had those nightmare rounds when we first started. So, so to have someone there who is a club pro, has someone come in who's brand new to the game, plays like that, but can still kind of encourage him and just play the game to make sure that he isn't feeling uncomfortable on the golf course. You know what I mean? So it doesn't deter him from playing again. Yeah. You know, so if, and, you, if you can find people like that, keep them around, man, because... They are pretty hard to find. Yeah, well, and uh, I think that's, well, one, you, you, you've exampled a really good guy, great person, um, great club pro, uh, great player. But, um, you know, to extend that through that Kiwi Golf Club community, I mean, yeah. man, every, everyone's just all about the same journey. You know, and that's, that's the fun part, Um you know, been involved with the game. Yeah. Um, 
and so many more like-minded people. So, I mean, I think it is good that, um, you know, people can just turn up and play with Scratch, play with those low handicappers, because ultimately we all inspire to play better golf and sometimes being thrown on the deep end up against, you know, um, yeah. better golfers is so healthy too. No, I doubt, I doubt. And then going from from playing with mates, feeling like shit walking off, um, <laughs> another step is go see your local PGA Pro, right? They are the ones that can help you get to that next step. Yeah, there's YouTube, but that's just the generalized sense of a swing, right? This is that thing on YouTube that you're watching is not catered to your your over-the-top or, you know, it's it's not... It's not a personalized lesson. It's just a general lesson. So you always got to keep yeah. that in mind. So go see your, your local pro. Your local pro will always be able to help you out. It's hard, bro. And I think that's important too is that, um, you know, there's a difference between, you know, um, jumping on different platforms and getting them elements of what they're talking about. I think it, it, it's, it could be helpful. Yeah. But um, no, you're right in the, it's more entertainment. It more kind of gives us maybe something to think about with our own game. So, yeah. Um, but again, you, you know, um, we're always here to offer some advice or some support. And, yeah. and like you say, this, you know, even if you're not a member at a club um, and, and you're just on a bit of a, not too sure where this golfing journey is going to take you. You know, so many club pros and coaches um, are just full of information. And, you know, I get excited when new people walk into their environment to just ask for advice, you know. So, it's not always going to cost you. So uh, reach out, get amongst it, you yeah. know, because it, it does take a lot of that wasted energy and frustration out of the journey. It's always going to be frustrating. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's just so much rubbish that we don't need to be sort of like exposed to in golf, you know, so. Um, sorry, were you going to say something? No, 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 no. It's just, um, you know, because we, it's going to come a point where you're going to look for a little bit more than maybe just, you know, advice and direction. And then, you know, as you start playing a bit more, that's when you really want to find someone that you can connect to and, you, you know, they can start to strip back your swing, your game. And yeah. that's when, you know, that's when you really start to invest in some lessons and, you know, you learn so much more about how much we don't know about the game and about our yeah. swings. And, and then, yeah, just lead into um, so much more even upgrading your, your, you know, your clubs and that, like we were saying before. Yep. Start off cheap, start off smart. Because there'll become a time if you stick with it that you'll be looking to upgrade. Yeah, bro. And like I said, it is, it is a, it's a great way to, 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 um, sorry, my uncle's just walked in with some cups. Oh, um, where were we? I can't remember where we were. Well, we, you know, we were just sort of like moving into, you know, the obviously we've we've connected with a, you know, different groups or or kind of aware of different groups and maybe 
venturing into some lessons and product upgrades. I mean, if you start to think about stuff like that, it's, um, maybe getting a bit of confidence to join a club somewhere, bro. Yeah, bro. I think that's a good point in your, I guess, your playing career. Um is that when you feel comfortable enough to just walk into a golf club and go, what are my options? Because there are options, you know? Memberships aren't just for your better player. Most most clubs will have memberships to suit the the brand new player. So they may do packages where it includes a, a either a six month, a full year, an annual membership that comes with coaching, you know? So when you're talking to your club pro about lessons, just check that they actually do a package that includes, you know, a membership, a membership and maybe six sessions of um, of lessons. And I think yeah, and I think I, I think the the game is uh, kind of most clubs are reasonably flexible and can accommodate. You know, so I, I would always encourage somebody to sort of reach out and ask those questions. You know, hey, if I join, I'm new to golf what support is there for a new member? You know, yeah. um, do, do some clubs have, like I know a couple that are, uh, you, you know, got like induction sort of format for new members, yeah. you know, and like your same page, you, you know, it could be a good six month or nine hole membership. I mean, yeah. we don't all need to dive in head first to a full annual membership, yeah, yeah. you know, summer memberships, you know, there's, Going back to the socials, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to be involved in the game in so many areas without actually becoming a, a full annual member straight out. Yeah. But it is, I'm, I'm a big um, fan and supporter of, you know, people joining clubs because there's, yeah. um, you know, there's a really good culture, but it's just so many more friendships. But ultimately, it's just more learning once you're in the club. You know, you're exposed to their club events. Um, yeah. Plus, I think, um, I think I think I think the younger player doesn't they don't realise how good the club culture is. Hard, bro. You know what I mean? Because back yeah. in the day, well, back in the day, everyone was a part of a club, right? So there was always a club environment, whether it was the Raza, whether it was the bowling club, the Posse club. You were in a <laughs> you were you were in a club environment, but no one no yeah. one takes up those memberships anymore. You know? No. How many how many young dudes do you know or young ladies do you know mm. that are members of the RSA bowling club or a cosy club? Yeah, you know they just don't know what it feels like to be a member or associated to a club like that, and um and that transfers to golf. You know they don't they don't hang around for that club environment at the moment. So um if you can find yourself um a club that you like that you enjoy that you like the atmosphere of. Something that has a buzz, if you like a buzz, um, because that's all a part of being a member. Yeah, and I, yeah, I totally agree. And, and I, I guess in most clubs, there's also rooms to, you, you know, uh, join in small groups. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all, we all go out and play in our, you know, four balls, two, three, four balls, um, and, and we find ourselves socialising. Um, afterwards and I think that's um that's an area that I think in the, the last couple of years and certainly with all these alert level um and COVID restrictions that um there is an element of that, that social element that seems to be increasing a little bit more because everyone hasn't really got anywhere else to go but um 
I think it yeah. is an important part of, you know, when you join somewhere, um, you know, find that place that you're going to want to be able to spend a bit of time enjoying after golf. Yeah, it comes with the package. It's there. Yeah, you may as well use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, uh, hey, it's a good way to give back to the clubs too, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, um, it's it's something, um, you know, not we're not trying to push that culture, but it's it's also something that a golf club sort of relies on. They 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 rely on the greenkeeper to get oh not greenkeeper the green fee player to go up and have a beer after. They rely on the member to go have one drink before yeah. they leave. You know, you you add that up. That's four players in a group all having a six seven dollar beer. Yeah. However, however much it may be at your golf club, but it all adds up. If every four or almost nearly every four went up and bought a beer, that's income to a golf club. Yeah. Well, so just, yeah, help, help out in that the section. Week. Yeah. Hey? I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I like the fact that, you know, after golf, people are around because there's, sometimes there's you know, nothing more rewarding, you know, engaging with people that have just spent, you know, four hours yeah. on the golf course and are sharing, yeah, yeah. you know, how good, bad or ugly it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally look forward to catching up with people in the club rooms or the restaurant afterwards. Yeah, because most of the time um, you don't spend chat. you don't spend the the two or four hours together on a golf course. So yep. think about it that way too. Yeah, uh, good good debrief. How bad it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I think that's pretty much it, my bro. Um, but I, I think it would it's all it would be also quite awesome to get some stories in as well. So if you if you have some stories to share. Um, hop on to our anchor link. It is at the bottom of our Spotify uh, bio. Hop on there. You can send us messages or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at CaddyBatchNZ. Um, tell us your stories of how you first got into golf would be awesome to hear. But I think how we can recap very quickly is all of those points that we just kind of talked over. So the first one would be Cheap and cheerful if you're just getting into the game. Don't invest too much. Um, what's our second one, D? Yeah, just, well, yeah, just keeping it simple. And then, um, you know, where to? You know, there, there's a lot of accessible public courses. And where there isn't, a lot of rural courses are, are accessible around the country too. So many good places to um, venture out and learn more about the game. Driving ranges, yep. um, you know, after three, you know, specials. No, that's one. Uh, and then finding some mates. If you already have some mates, great. If you don't, join the Facebook group. I'm sure your own club has one or local clubs around your area have one. Otherwise, hit up the Kiwi Golf Club page on Facebook. You can always check it up there. Say, hey, I'm playing here. Is anyone keen to join me? I think that's uh, probably a good start um, if you don't have any golfing mates. Yeah, and then, you, you know, as you um, think deeper into the game, you know, there's um, there's a lot of advice. There's a lot of good people. There's a lot of great club pros around. Just ask questions, man. As tough as it is sometimes to expose yourself and how bad your golf is, there's, there's nothing more rewarding than um, letting someone get stuck into your swing and, and help support you. And um, It's all part of being able to enjoy the game more. Exactly. And then the last one we just touched on is... Um 
the confidence or whatever it is to just go into a golf club and ask what your options are. Um, memberships aren't just for, you know, established golfers or golfers that have been playing for a year or two. Um, memberships for everyone from your five-year-old all the way up to your 99 plus. So there's always something there for you and they may just tie in a few lessons with that membership. Go and ask, don't be afraid. Um, but I also want to wrap it up on a couple of tips as well. Um, I think the good one that we touched on earlier on the driving range is have a process. Processes are good. So if you bash your golf balls at a driving range, you're just going to bash your golf balls when you get onto a, onto a course. So have a process. You can't take any longer than 40 seconds for that process till you're taking your shot. So time yourself with that one as well. So 30 seconds and, and under is a good time for that process. And then ultimately, have fun, man. It's meant to be a fun game. So don't go out there and think you're going to shoot the course record. All right? Have your own standard. That's what a handicap is for. Um, yeah, all we can say is enjoy the game. Hard, bro. That's why we play it, you know? Mm. Don't take things too seriously. Be respectful, but, man, about having a whole heap of fun. Yeah, exactly. I think, well, that's me, bro. If you've got anything else to add. No, that's us, man. And if anyone wants to reach out, um, they've got our contacts, eh? So, yeah, man. Um, more than, Hit us up on more the than socials. happy. Absolutely. I guess, you know, we're, we're three apps deep. You, you know, there's a lot of people if they're sort of thinking about reaching out and having a bash. I'm keen if you're keen. Are you allowed back in Auckland yet, Peach? I'm not quite the mayor. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm good, bro. I'm good. No, no, sweet. Oh, well, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, I'm back in Auckland by next week and we can do this thing properly. Uh, sorry for the interruptions. And if there's any audio qualities that were up and down, again, apologies for that. But yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Happy golfing, everyone.